Hello and welcome to the Chaos to Clarity podcast. My name is Maggie, aka your business bestie. I teach female coaches, speakers, and course creators to release procrastination and perfection so that they can get more done, book more clients, and have the time freedom that all entrepreneurs crave. This is not your typical business coaching podcast. We're talking about business, life, probably some wooey magic, and probably some singing or referencing song lyrics along the way. So if you're into business building, making more money, and getting a little bit of a mindset shift along with having a good laugh, you're definitely in the right place. I've grown three businesses from $0 to consistent four and five figure months over the last 15 plus years. And now I'm helping you do the same thing. It didn't happen overnight and it certainly didn't happen without the help of others. They say it takes a village to raise children and I believe it takes a village to grow a business as well. So in this podcast, you'll find people who help you grow your village, cheer you on as well as holding you accountable. I'm so excited you're here and I can't wait for you to listen to each episode. Let's dive in. All right. Welcome back, everyone. My name is Maggie, and this is the Chaos to Clarity podcast. Today, I have Keely with me, and I'm going to let her explain what she does. So, Keely, tell us who you are, who you serve, and what your business is. Um, so, first of all, I'm going to ask you a question, and this oh. is something for your audience. So, yes. Um, so, have you ever felt like you're wearing a plastic smile? And Ooh. yet, the people in the room seem like they're doing okay. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> so, and that's where I'm starting from because I'm usually dealing with, and I say usually because I also help men, but mainly I target female executives, leaders, and founders. And I help them to bounce back from burnout, stress, and anxiety. And I do this by helping them to rediscover their why and let them live with life with passion and purpose. So it's a sort of a journey of discovery of themselves. So yeah, <laughs> <And when I'm... laughs> that is so. awesome. I love that. I love that question too. That's cool. Um, so tell us how long have you been an entrepreneur? What is how long have you been an entrepreneur, and what is some of your journey to get to where you are right now? So I became an uh, entrepreneur in 2020. Um, let's just say I strategized myself out of a role indirectly, have, having worked with a corporate company for over 23 years. Um, I was a procurement director, head of program project delivery, and all the way through my career, it's been about business improvement, training, coaching, development, all those kind of things. I see I see opportunities where potentially others don't see it. So instead of saying, but I, I say the word and, mm -hmm. and, I, and that's, the interesting thing about and is it creates opportunities for looking at things in a different way. Um, and I realized that having left the business, not necessarily as I intended, um, and I'm not going to lie, I went through a bit of a dip myself and um, I struggled quite a lot because it was a bit of a kick in the teeth when you're with someone for so long. And suddenly 
something that you know you're really good at it's sort of like the world drops out from beneath you and you you know you start questioning yourself challenging yourself but it also creates opportunity for you to look at things in a different way take a step back the old phrase what's it can't see the wood from the trees and you take a step back and you see a whole beautiful forest so Mm -hmm. and I made the decision that I didn't want to go back into corporate it wasn't something that I wanted to do um and I did go off initially doing consultancy work because it's you fall you fall into what you know rather than what you love yeah because it's easy and then whilst I was actually doing that I then thought this isn't this isn't what fills me up and as I was going through all the journey of looking at all the things I liked and discovery the thing that kept on cropping up to me over and over again was the training coaching and mentoring it was something I loved I love seeing the light shine in somebody else's eyes when they get that spark and being part of that journey, you know, get you know, getting them to go, ah, oh, right, okay, you know, the eureka moment, yeah, and you see, that? and that's what makes me smile. It warms me up. It, it makes me feel really, really good. It is personal because at mm-hmm. the end of the day, no one has a why. They don't do it when people turn around and say, "I do it because of this." In terms of, you know, I like training, developing people, and that. Art. But you don't. You do it for a reason, and your reason mm-hmm. is quite selfish because it's usually all about yourself anyway, right? And, um, and you know it's the your why is the what drives you to get up and that's mm-hmm. um when I felt you know this is what I want to do I mm-hmm. want to help others to be able to achieve their why and part of that obviously then means that they they overcome things like burnout and stress and anxiety and all the stuff that goes with it so we've got one crack of the whip in life <laughs> so, <laughs> That's why I started doing it. <laughs> yeah, I love that so much. And I really do, you know, our journey as an entrepreneur, it, it is so personal. And I think that's so just like fascinating to hear everyone's why. And, you know, I think once you kind of get beneath that first or second layer of why, oh, it's for my kids, it's for, you know, whatever. But then it it does, it starts to get more personal and it starts to like, just really have that feeling of like, oh, wow, I can embody that thing that I want to be, you know, and having someone who can mentor you, who can walk beside you and say, yep, we're going to go through this and we're going to go through this together. I think there's so much power um, in that, right? And especially when you're, if you're in that like switch that you know, where you're like, okay, I think I'm going to do it. I'm ready, but I'm not sure. And you're like, but I'm really scared, you know, and then you have someone come along and say, well, I've done it before. Um, I help people do this. Let me lend you a hand and I'll help you do it too. Um, There's so much power in that. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. And it doesn't necessarily mean they have to leave where they are. Sure. It might be a transformation within their organisation or this realisation that I don't need to be somebody else. Mm-hmm. I can be me because the reason why many people end up with stress, anxiety and burnout and all those kind of things is because they're not being their unique self. Mm-hmm. They're trying to be somebody else which doesn't fit with their values and their beliefs. And they believe that they need to be somebody else to succeed. You know, they hit this concrete ceiling within their organisation and think that they they can't smash it down and go beyond it. 
and they can but it's just trying to find another way to actually see things and believe in themselves or as you turn around and say is actually rediscovering them because I mean you mentioned about children yes I know our children are our life our family are our life our friends are our life but they're not your why Mm-hmm. Your why is only for you as an individual, because at some point your children go, they disappear. Right. Unfortunately, in life, your partners, you could, can get separated from your partners, you know, family, things that happen where they get. But ultimately, the only thing that you should be focusing on and it is in terms of your own why, because that's what gets you up every single morning. That's mm-hmm. what give you. passion. Yeah. So. Absolutely. And that's so true. You know, I, I think there's, you know, I, I think a lot of people and maybe women in general, right. I am a woman, so I, I can't necessarily speak for the guys, but you know, there are times where I've had people say, well, what's your why? And I'm like, Oh, Oh, my kids, my kids, I want to give my kids a better life um, or a good life or, you know, whatever that means. Um, and, but at the end of the day, like, you're right, they will grow up and they are going to have their own life. And like, what, what is that thing that makes me want to get up in the morning? You know, like for me, like to be able to be creative, to be able to be joyful, like those are things for me. Um, And I think as women, we sometimes feel guilty for feeling those feelings. Like, I want to feel joyful. I want to feel creative. I want to feel passionate, right? Like I get, I get goosebumps thinking about those things. Right. So like, I know those are like the, like that, that's it. Um, you know, and I know I can be the best version of myself when I embody those things, which then allows me to show up best for my husband, my kids, my clients, right? Like it just, when you take care of you, you show up so much fuller for everyone else yeah I I mean that was the biggest lesson that I learned when I did leave my company and I did have the burnout uh, and those kind of things that's when I then started asking the questions what 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 should I have changed what should I have done differently and all those kind of things and also your perception of what you think others see of you is not usually real you know you think they're seeing something and you know the reality is it's not true and um the biggest thing that I found is that I didn't wear my own oxygen mask I didn't Mm -hmm. put it on me first I put it on the people around me I'm the one that's picking people up being there as a support mechanism I mean it used to be like a joke at work and it was almost like matron on the door because everybody used to knock on the door it's like can I just take five minutes Keely and all those times you're supporting others which is lovely but Mm -hmm. all the while that you're doing that you're not actually getting any time for yourself you're still trying to do your job you're still supporting others you're supporting people at home you support your children your husband your family all those kind of things and it gets more and more and more and more and at some point you need to be able to say no I don't have the bandwidth. I don't have the time because ultimately, if you don't put your oxygen mask on first and love yourself, your family's slowly, slowly watching you die, mm-hmm. which means that as you turn around and said, you can't be there for them. Right. So you have to look after yourself, self-care, self-awareness and, you know, loving yourself. Right. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I think that is so right? It's so important. And I think as a society, 
as as we are in 2022 as a world or 23 as a world, right? I think um, that self-care is a little bit more widely accepted, right? It's not seen as selfish. It's seen as, oh, okay, you need this time. Okay, take it. And then, you know, we'll get back to whatever we're doing. Um, and I think that as, you know, just growing up in the 90s and the early 2000s, right, right, like watching some of what my parents went through, the burnout, the stress, this, that, you know, and watching them not necessarily take that self-care time, right? I think it's so cool to see how much self-care has evolved now. Um, and now people are like, yeah, I need, I need rest. I need to, I need to work on me and it's okay that I'm working on me. Yeah. And I do think particularly with women and don't get me wrong. I know that men suffer a lot with burnout and anxiety. And I know particularly in the younger generation, you know, the teens, you know, suicide is actually extremely high for Mm -hmm. young men because the world is so confusing now they don't know who to who to be anymore or how to behave because there's so many different like not cultures but the cultures in a sense of who you are as a human being and it's really really difficult but I know you know a lot of the females that I actually deal with you know it, it, it is difficult because they're, you know, there's always been this mindset that they've they have to work twice as hard mm-hmm. to prove themselves. They have to show up in a way that is perhaps not who, you know, goes back to this being your authentic self, you know. And you know, you tend to be the sort of one that's spinning plates. You know, there, there's right. lots and lots of things that are going on all at the same time, and it is very difficult. I mean, it. it Interestingly, you turn yourself at 90 because I, I forget how young you are. Um, <laughs> uh, so, you know, ge- Generation Zs and the Millennials. Millennials are, they're not about the paychecks. Mm-hmm. It is about purpose. You know, mm-hmm. it's having a sense of purpose. With um, Generation Z, it's all about the trusted generation and values and beliefs and all that. Like, and, I, and I think the beautiful thing about that is it is trying to, it will and it has to change mm-hmm. businesses because if they don't have a holistic pr- approach in businesses they're going to fail those businesses are going to fail because like you turn around said you've gone do you know what I'm not accepting that behavior I'm going to walk away and I'm going to go and do my own thing because I'm not going to live in that toxic environment so hats off to you mm-hmm. to taking that move because it takes a lot of courage to do it I'd like to see more people doing it frankly yeah Yeah, I agree I mean I that memory that was like one of those core memories when I left my corporate job um I remember like before I remember having the review and then like two days later I was so upset and like visibly upset at work and like I remember typing the email and like reserving a conference room and pulling, you know, three managers, three different managers into this room and having them walk in and all, you know, like one of them said, why are we here? And I just took a big breath and I said, I quit. I can't do this anymore. I quit. And Mm -hmm. the look of shock on their face, (laughs) right? Like, 
One of them started clapping. He was like, yeah, that's awesome. I am so proud of you. Are you going to grow your business? And I was like, yeah, right. And the other, the other two just white face, like, oh, oh. And then I remember my boss saying, was there anything we can do to, 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 to keep you here? And I was like, no, there mm -hmm. is nothing. We have crossed the line of no return. I can't do this mm -hmm. anymore. Um, and it was, I remember feeling so free after that. I also remember being real terrified, right? Going, yeah. oh my gosh, what did I just do? What did I do? Oh my gosh, right? I left work that day and I'm like, oh boy. Okay, all right, I can do this. I can do this, right? Like, I know I can do this. Um, and I think that there's so much power that I reclaimed in that. Um, mm -hmm. And that's really helped me move forward, you know, and do bigger and better things in life. Yeah, and it is empowering. It's empowering to go, you know what? No. I mean, I know that last year, I mean, it was a really challenging year for me last year. Sadly, my, my brother passed away very, very suddenly. Uh, not expected. Shocked to the system all round. And there was points where I couldn't work because it had been so challenging. And I could have gone back to a nine-to-five job. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't prepared to do that. And do you know what? There were times where I was desperate, absolutely desperate. And I've not been in that situation for over tw 25 years. Mm -hmm. um, and I would have rather have worked, you know, behind a bar, do a cafe job than go back into a corporate role. Yep. I would rather keep on showing up to make my business a success mm -hmm. and make it real, make it happen, than go back in that road again. Yep. Not there's not a cat's tail chance that I would do that again because mm -hmm. I don't want to get sucked into it. Right. Yeah. And that that was something that somebody, one of my coworkers, asked me, Well, what are you gonna do if this fails? Yeah. If if your business fails? And I was like, McDonald's is always hiring, Starbucks is always hiring. Like, there are plenty of places that if I would need that, I can go. But this is what I this is what mm. I'm destined to do. I'm destined to be an entrepreneur. I know it. I feel it. I'm mm. good at it. Um, and I'm going to do it, right? I'm going to do it for me. So yeah. um, so my next question, and we've talked a little bit about this as we've just been chatting here, is what is something challenging you've overcome in your business? Oh, good question. I think probably <laughs> a, a few things. And uh, I think that the biggest thing is obviously right at the beginning, um, no matter, I mean, I used to, I help companies with developing the future strategy, helping mm -hmm. them deliver it and all those kind of things. But I think the biggest challenge, I think, is obviously when you first start out on a business, there's so much that you have to do by yourself that you've never done by yourself. Suddenly, I mean, sales for some people is really difficult, so not just because of connecting with people, but it's, they feel it's a bit of a dirty word because I don't like someone selling to me. Right. And there's a, there is a, there is a thing around here is that you shouldn't sell to people. People buy from you. Mm -hmm. They buy from you because who you are, who you are. So it's understanding that sales isn't dirty. It's a necessary, it's necessity. Right. But learning the marketing, learning how to, sort of reach out to people and get your audience you know but having that entrepreneur entrepreneurial mind mindset mm -hmm. to keep on moving doing the training doing the studying you know all that lot you know I mean all of those kind of things is like a constant learning experience 
but they're the challenges that I've had but I also see them as what lessons am I learning from this what yeah. lessons am I learning from this and every single day I'm growing every day mm. a year and a half ago I wouldn't have been comfortably standing on the stage and presenting to audience so I'm now doing um sort of global international speaking events yeah you know that's and that's amazing yeah and and I would never have done that and it used to terrify me mm-hmm. doing that kind of thing I I had to do it because in the corporate world you have to do those kind of things but yep. it wasn't something that I loved but it's something that I always wanted to be able to do mm-hmm. because I know that we have got especially as women there's not very few women on speaking platform and we've got so much to offer to the world because of the emotional intelligence that we have we've got a different way of thinking it's yep. not all testosterone based <laughs> so, <laughs> and, and you know men you know hats often they've got the courage to be able to stand up you know and and right. do things you know that things don't worry as much but i think with females we have to take a responsibility to getting women on the stage and getting our voices heard and show mm-hmm. that we can achieve some incredible things so um yeah <laughs> many challenges but they're the probably right. the biggest <laughs> yeah I love that and I think that's so important just for other women to hear that mm-hmm. like it's okay to stand up and like stand your ground and like stand in your power and tell the world what what you're about right I don't think I I feel like the more we can empower, especially the future generation, um, generations to come, right? To be like, it's okay to stand up and stand in your power and tell the world, right? I think that's really important, um, especially as more people start their entrepreneurial journey, right? Like every day, more and more people are like, you know what? I'm going to work for myself. I'm going to do this and I'm going to create this business. And, you know, I think that's really kind of a cool just shift to see that like you don't you don't have to work in corporate if you don't want to there are other options yeah most definitely yeah awesome so my next question is what is one piece of advice that you would tell your younger self now this could be um throughout your entrepreneurial journey this could be throughout your life um but what what is one piece of advice you would tell your younger self just do it and I know that sounds a really simple thing to say but it's just do it Mm -hmm. and I have to say that's all I've ever done is that I come out of school with no qualifications but nothing has stopped me I've just gone just do it whenever someone has asked me you know they've gone I think you'll be really good at this just do it (laughs) yeah I love that and and you know sometimes I think the simplest advice is sometimes it's the best advice and it really just sticks with you, right? Like it's one of those things that's like, yeah, okay, just just do it. Like just just go for it. What's the worst that can happen? I think sometimes we get stuck in that like, oh, I can't possibly do this thing because here's this list of reasons why, right? Instead of really sitting back and exploring like, okay, well, this is what could happen if if I do it and it it fails, right? Although I, mm-hmm. I see failing as a learning experience, so I don't really ever feel like there's a a fail, right? Like it's, it's just not the outcome that you wanted. But also if you look to the other side and say, okay, well, here's what happens if I quote unquote fail. Um, but here's what happens if I succeed. Mm-hmm. And here's how I can grow. Here's 
the trajectory it could take. Um, I think that's just such a cool way to allow your mind to really expand. Yeah. Um, and let your brain really see that like, oh, there are other possibilities, right? We've been conditioned yeah. to think a lot uh, negatively, really. Like we've been conditioned to, to say, oh, I can't possibly do that. This could happen, right? Like even, even with my, I have little kids and, you know, there are things that uh, I'm like, no, 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 don't do that. Don't do that. No, right. And I find myself saying no so yeah. much more than yes, that, you know, my husband and I have really been like, okay, how can we say no without saying no right how can we say let's do this instead when you know something is happening instead of it's, saying no it's reframing right the way you approach things mm -hmm. because and and i mean it's a common theme with um parenting is that we say no but there's not an explanation of why no right it, it's no just don't do it and i mean going back to your point about just do it is you know, instead of saying what could go wrong, it's reframing it and saying, well, what if I don't? Mm -hmm. And, you know, it, and it gives you that opportunity of creating a whole new way of seeing things in a positive light rather than going, yeah, but if this happens, it could go, yeah, what, you know, what if this happens? What if this happens? What if this happens? And it's like, no, what happens if I don't? You know, right. and, and you know, you you lose those opportunities because of that self doubt. I mean, unfortunately, and that's another thing that I work on is the fact that um, your patterns of behaviours, your belief systems, all those kind of things are the things that hold you back. Mm -hmm. You know, all that's history and all that lot, and you 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 keep on uh, referring back to those situations rather than looking at the opportunity in the here and now. And you fear judgment. You fear that you might be seen as weak. You fear you're not good enough. You fear, and that's where the whole imposter syndrome comes in. Yep. When you can actually change your whole perception of things by reframing the situation. So, as I say, instead of saying "but," you know, I'd like to, but mm -hmm. don't. I'd like to, and mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. And I think you know, like. And I've said this before on other episodes, you know, it takes a village to raise a child, right? I, I, yeah. When I had my daughter five years ago, <clears throat> so many people, it takes a village, call me if you need me, right? It takes a village, call me, I'm here. Um, and it also takes a village to grow a business, right? There's so much, especially in those beginning stages where you're learning all the things and you're doing all the things and you have to wear every hat because that's just part of stepping into that entrepreneur life. Yeah. Um, you know, it takes a village and I think it's so important to have people to lean on to say, okay, I'm having this problem. Like how, how can I, how, how do, how do I work through this? I'm, I'm stuck. Right. Um, yeah. and I think that's, you know, I think that's really cool just to, to know that that's there for you. Yeah. Yeah. And don't be afraid to ask for help either. Right. No shame in it. And the beauty, I think, now of the entrepreneurial world is that we realize we can't compete against these massive companies like the AT Kearney's, the uh, I can't remember all the other KPMG's, all those kind of things. You know, right. if, you're, if you're like doing consultancy work and all that. But what you can do is work together. 
mm-hmm. and support each other. So it creates that opportunity that, okay, this is not possibly a strength that I've got, but I know somebody that can help me. Yep. So maybe we can work together to bring it forwards. Or actually, do you know what, Maggie? This isn't something that I'm strong at, and I think this client would be perfect for you. Mm-hmm. And you push them towards somebody else. Because when you push something towards somebody else, I guarantee you things will come back. Oh, absolutely. It's all about, you know, support, collaboration, connection, and benefiting each other mm-hmm. to help each other through hard times uh, and any other time. So, <laughs> yes. Yeah, absolutely. My one of my favorite phrases that was, it's used a lot in the photography community is community over competition. Um, mm. You know, I can take, anyone's photos I can coach anyone but I can't coach or photograph everyone right that's just simply not possible um so like you said being able to share and refer and network and know that like you know okay I have peers who are in this with me it just makes that whole network so much stronger yeah Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Awesome. All right. So my last question is, if you were a kitchen utensil um, or a kitchen gadget, what would you be and why? Wow. (laughs) (laughs) That's the question I've never been asked in my life. (laughs) Oh. I'll tell you what, a slow cooker. Yeah. Okay. I'll tell you why, because a slow cooker can be used for everything and can adapt to anything and um it contains all the nutrients and all the good stuff to make sure is the best thing that you can have when yeah. you eat it. <laughs> I love that so much. This is this is one of my favorite questions. I when I ran yoga teacher trainings, it was one of the icebreakers that I would use one of the first weekends, right? Like and people are like, what does this have to do with anything? <laughs> But I really think, (laughs) yeah, yeah, for sure. It definitely gets you thinking outside the box and it, it breaks through some of those, like, just like weird tensions that you can have. Right. And, and usually people will laugh. Right. And just Mm -hmm. like, it just brings up so much fun emotions. I just, it's one of my favorite questions. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think I've ever been asked that question before. <laughs> I, was like, I, I always have to say that is that when they used to have the, the interview questions and they say, if you was going to be a biscuit, what type of biscuit you'd be? And I'd be like, I'm sorry, I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm not doing that one. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. But oh. yeah, no, yeah, that was an interesting one. So <laughs> I might use that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Feel free to use that again. I, like I said, I love that question. It's so much fun to ask. Um, and so much fun to hear everybody's answers, right? Everyone's like, the stop, the think, and then, you know, when they come out with whatever that utensil or gadget is, it's, it's always different. I've never had anyone say the same, the same gadget, which I think is so, it's so fun. Yeah. (laughs) Awesome. Well, Keely, thank you so much. I'm so glad you were on the podcast today. Um, so if you would please tell everyone where they can connect with you, um, and what, um, what some of your best places to find you are, and I'll include all your links in the show notes so that everyone can also get in touch with you there. Okay, so there's two main ones. Now I've got the uh, my LinkedIn uh, site, which is Keely dot uh, Keely dot will be under. 
um, but I'll share the link with it. I've also got a Calendly link as well. If someone wants to just have a chat, just, you know, find out who I am, really, as, as well as themselves. So so because I, I always start my question with why. Mm-hmm. <laughs> why do they do what they do? Which is always a curious one, because most people think that I'm going to say, what do you do? And that's uh-huh. the biggest mistake. So why? Um, and also um, on Facebook as well, if people's preferences on Facebook. So I've got the link towards that. Um, and with that, I've got um, a, like a female group, mm-hmm. um, although men are on it, funny enough, one, the, the the page. But the actual personal group I've got on there is specifically targeting women. So awesome. I'll send you the different links on it. So <laughs> Yeah, awesome. Thank you. Well, so thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited for everyone to hear this and I can't wait to connect with you more. Okay, excellent. Thank you ever so much, Maggie. <laughs> Wow, what a great interview. Thank you so much for showing up here on the Chaos Clarity Podcast. Again, my name is Maggie. I'm so excited to connect with you. You can find all of the information, all of the links below in the show notes for today's interview. And I hope you have the best day ever. <laughs>